Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. This is Joe McCall, and I'm with Trevor Mock. Trevor is such a cool guy. I've got the privilege of hanging out with Trevor several times in the last several weeks. I'm also going to see him next week, which has been crazy. And uh, Trevor's been a good friend for a long time. And a lot of you already know him as the genius behind Investor Carrot. Um, it's more than just a website. It's a whole lead system, how to generate leads online. And if you are ignoring online marketing for lead generation, for your real estate deals, then you are making a big, big mistake. So I'm glad to have Trevor on. First, guys, let me tell you this podcast, Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast, is brought to you by my Wholesaling Lease Options book. You can read it in a couple hours. It's not that thick. I'll give it to you for free. You just pay the shipping and handling. And uh, this book is how I quit my job back in 2009, flipping lease options. And the market is getting more and more prime for these kinds of deals because we're starting to see a slowdown. A lot of investors are starting to pull their money out of the market. It's getting a little bit harder to wholesale deals. I'm not saying you can't wholesale deals traditionally, but you need to learn how to do lease options, how to do creative deals as well. So check out my book, Wholesaling Lease Options. You can get it for free at wlobook.com, wlobook.com. Cool, just pay shipping and handling. And uh, I know you're going to enjoy it. I'm getting great feedback from it. It's pretty awesome. So Trevor is from, don't tell me, oh, or, I know it's Oregon, um, Rossburg. Close, man. Ro Roseburg. 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 Yeah. Dude, that's, Rose that's really good. Most people have no clue. So you nailed it, man. Good enough. Roseburg, Oregon, which is a really cool town. And Trevor's got a really cool office. I'm always jealous when I see his podcasts and videos. He's got the nice, cool background. I just have a boring... <laughs> boring wall with ugly books uh, yeah isn't that cool look how nice that is that's only half the office man so i can't turn this around on my computer to fall off but i've got the big orange couch over there the table the tv with all my metrics on the wall all that stuff man you need to come here one of these days you can come to the office i love it trevor's <laughs> got a great podcast i've been a customer of carrot since it was rei themes mm -hmm. a long long time ago Trevor's a good guy. Uh, I love his websites. So this is going to be a good podcast. We're going to dive deep, not just into websites, because this is so much more than that. We're going to be diving yeah. deep into like, how's Trevor running his business? What are some of the best practices that he is seeing other investors doing for their online marketing strategies? And if there's anybody in the market that knows this side of the business, online marketing for real estate leads, then it's Trevor. So we're I'm really honored to have him here on the podcast. So Trevor, hey man, how you doing? Doing awesome, man. It, it, like you're saying, it is funny. We were in Charleston, South Carolina, what was it, two weeks ago? Two weeks three, ago. Two or three. For a little mastermind. Week, yeah, last week we were in Boise for another mastermind. We're both flying down Sunday to be in Tampa, Florida for something else. And then we're and then, flying to? <laughs> then we're flying to Asheville, North Carolina, right then from like to go up to both speak at uh, Tom Kroll's event. So man, it's like, We've been yeah. following each other around the past uh, past That's month or so. Hilarious. But um, it's a pleasure and an honor. When, by the way, real quick, when are you flying to Asheville? I'm flying uh, Tuesday morning. Yeah, okay. so I, I think it's like 10 or 11 in the morning or something right. like that. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay, Trevor, so a lot of you guys, a lot of people watching this maybe don't know who you are. Could you give a brief history, kind of an introduction into the real estate world? Uh, yep. What were you doing before Carrot? Yeah, man. So before care, so um, way back, I went to college here, small town, Oregon, uh, Oregon Institute of Technology, the MIT of Oregon. It is an amazing school. If you're going to go there for engineering or anything computer science related, I went there for business. It's not a business school, but uh, went there. I bought my first rental property when I was 21 in college uh, as a four unit building that kind of got me into real estate. You know, I liked it. Uh, what I discovered for myself anyway, was that um I'm not a everyday like active income real estate guy. I thought I wanted to flip houses and wholesale. And when I personally looked at what I love to do and what, what I wanted my future to look like, 
I felt that I could get there doing something other than actively buying and selling properties. But I knew real estate was always going to be a part of my long-term wealth building. So I kept buying properties and holding them. Yeah. Um, but then I really dug into marketing, man. Like I, I, I've always loved marketing. I love human psychology. I love figuring out how you can connect with people and really paint a picture, paint a vision and guide them toward a greater vision with something that's highly valuable. It could be a service, it could be software, it could be a training, it could be a book, it could be whatever it is. So over those years after that, man, I was just trying to learn marketing. I did marketing for a, a mortgage company up in Portland. That's where I learned about, about SEO. Uh, the, the One of the brokers in my uncle came up to my, came up to me, pointed at my computer screen. He's like, can you type in, you know, Portland, Oregon mortgage brokers? And I did, and he's like, right there, how do you get right there to the top? And this would've been 2007. Yeah. I'm like, uh, I don't know. He goes, can you get me there? I'm like, I will try. <laughs> yes. So, so I dug in, man. And I went from cold calling Craigslist leads for him and learning how to do offline marketing, just learning everything I could to learning everything I could about the internet and really figuring out Google and how does it work and figure out how to do content and content market. I've been doing content marketing since 2007 and um, driving a lot of traffic online, getting articles and stuff ranked. Once I got traffic, I'm like, oh, I'm getting all these people. I'm not getting leads. How do I get leads? So then I figured out conversion rate optimization, all that together, man, built up over the next four, five, six years into me really, you know, learning how to generate a lot of leads online, learning about conversion rate optimization and learning how that's just this big lever. You can build massive momentum in your business when you know how to get traffic, inbound traffic, when you know how to convert that traffic. And then when you know how to really build a, a brand in this moat around your business where people just want to work with you. So consulting, publishing company before that, when uh, two companies went out of business, software companies, and then uh, Carrot. Nice. <laughs> nice. And you're still active in real estate too, aren't you? Yeah, I buy and hold. Yep, yeah, I buy and hold. Uh, doing a renovation in one of my apartment buildings right now. I need to get new carpet and things like that. So yeah, buy and hold guy, not a flipper though. Nice. Investor Carrot's been around a long time. And can you announce yet the thing that we've talked about before? Um. Kind of technically for those, for those people watching and listening to this, like it's, yeah. So this is, this is, the <laughs> is, scoop. is this the first place you've announced it publicly? This is the scoop. I wouldn't like have everyone go out there and like post everything. But if you were to type in carrot.com right now, something would happen. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's so cool. I mean, that's a big deal. Some of you guys don't realize like how big of a deal that is. And uh, I love it. Do whatever you do, don't say on carrot to Trevor. <laughs> he doesn't like the word on carrot, but he got maybe, you know, I'm not going to let the cat out of the yeah, bag, we, but he we, kind we, of we got bought. the domain carrot.com. We bought carrot.com. Which right. is awesome. And, uh, but anyway, Trevor, I have been uh, a user of carrot websites for a long, long time. <clears throat> I really like how you kind of, uh, how you use websites or your online presence in all of the marketing that you do, right? So like even when it comes to a phone number that you're putting on a postcard, you want to make sure that that phone number is on your website because a lot of times people Google that phone number, right? And you want your website to come up. Would you talk a little bit about the importance of whether you're offline marketing or online marketing, uh, why is it important to have a good solid website if all somebody is doing is outbound marketing like direct mail or postcards and stuff like that? Yeah, man, it's, I mean, that's such a good point. I know we were, when we were in Boise, we were driving in the truck and, and talking about that. And, and it's something, honestly, I, I didn't always think that way. It's probably the past three to four years that we've been scaling up with Carrot and working with thousands of the top investors. We started to have more and more people coming to us saying, well, you know, I love Carrot, but I'm just doing direct mail. I don't really need a website or I'm just doing XYZ. And then we would hear other people that are going, man, you know, I'm getting a lift in my offline marketing because of this website. So we started to go, okay, like, what's the difference here? Like, why is one person completely, you know, casting aside the value of a website, not just any website, a high performing website, especially on mobile. Why is it they're casting that aside while the other person saying it's making me a bunch more money? And so when you start to pull back and really look at the, the way that we as humans do stuff right now in, in, in the U.S. especially, the U.S., Canada, Australia, you know, modern, modern, modern uh, societies is when we are starting to research something, we take this out. You know, we take our phone out and then we open up that little Safari tab and then we start to Google stuff. And um, it could be, hey, you're looking for a dishwasher repair person. 
you know, you're probably going to go to Google to find that. Uh, if you're if you're not going to ask someone locally, you're going to go to Google. Even if you do ask someone locally, you're probably going to go to Google to look up their reviews or look up their information. If you're at Home Depot looking at flooring like I was the other day, uh, you're going to pick up your phone. And you're probably going to search reviews for that flooring versus this flooring like before you buy it because it's a multi-thousand dollar decision. Now, your sellers and buyers are doing the same thing. And what you're doing with your offline marketing is you're building demand for searching about you. I love it, man. I love it. They need I, just to win to, it. I just had to put that in there. I was going to say, they need to win another one here shortly. They need to. You need to get Big Mac back, get Mark McGuire back, man. <laughs> <laughs> Those of you listening to the audio podcast, I'm sorry. I just rudely interrupted Trevor because I was drinking a cup of my iced coffee from my Cardinals my favorite Cardinals glass where they won the world series in 2006. I love it, man. Sweet. All right, sorry. You're good, man. No. So, so that's kind of what, what we all do is we, we go to the internet to bet and verify and do research and especially in big decisions. So I think everyone like think through your own noggin right now, as you're listening to this so over the past week or two, what have you gone online to research and search for before you made a decision for something? If you bought a TV in this past month, my guess is you probably didn't just go straight up to, to Costco and just stand there and look at the three in front of you go, okay, I'm buying that one. You probably either went and asked the, the person working there, you asked them a bunch of questions, or probably over 80% of you took out your cell phone in front of the TV or at home and started Googling reviews and Googling stuff. So when a seller is looking for a solution, they're going to be doing the same thing. So there's a, a few different things that they do. Number one, you send out a direct, you send out a direct mail piece, anything that's identifiable on the, on the on that direct mail piece or anything that's identifiable in your cold call or that voicemail from the cold call or whatever, people are going to search. Are 100% of them going to search it? No, but a lot of them will. And so what are they going to see when they search for your phone number that's in there? And I was, I was telling Joe about this uh, last week and like so many people are doing cold calling and direct mail and they're using tracking numbers, which is great. You should be using a tracking number so you can know what's, what's working. But then Google that tracking number, like search that in Google and see what comes up because your people are searching that to find who is this company? Yeah. Who is it? And so take that darn tracking number, put it on your contact page or your 14 tracking numbers, put it at the bottom of your contact page and say, you may have came to this website from one of these phone numbers. Well, we're glad you're here and we'd love to help you. Da, 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 da. You know, these, these help us track, uh, track our marketing, see which areas our, our clients are calling from. So that way you're bringing people to your website where you can build your credibility. You can guide them down the path in the, in the right way instead of having them hit a wall and have that question in their mind where they go, is this company legit? Like, are they someone that I should work with? And I'll finish it with this, Joe. Yeah. Is this, is especially in a competitive market, especially in the competitive market, you need to be controlling that conversation online around your brand first and then around your category. So when it's competitive, your sellers are going to be talking, seeing three, four, five, six other sellers potentially. And all of you say that you can offer the same thing. We can all buy our house. We all pay with cash. We can all close quickly. I think some people can actually back some of that up and some can't, but the seller doesn't know. So like, what's the only things that they can make the decisions on? It's the way that you show up and follow up with them. So the actual demeanor on the phone call and are you following up quickly and things like that. Number two is when they're comparing you guys online which story gives them more comfort and confidence that you're going to be the best one when they show when they show up on your website you have testimonials and good clean clear branding and a good about page that just makes them feel comfortable with you or is it just saying everything else that everyone else is saying with no personalization to it that's a real good point talking about personalization can you talk about how i got i got so many questions to ask you yep. um, i want to make sure i'm doing them in a, in a good order can you talk about personalizing your website? Because I know some people might be concerned with, um, well, my, if I just get a carrot website, it's going to look like everybody else's. Mm -hmm. um, how easy is it to personalize your site and add new, fresh of content of your own? Does that make sense? Yeah, totally, man. So it's funny. We were, me and the team were talking about this right before this call as we're updating what we call our guide. It's when, some, when someone comes into Carrot, it's the training tutorials that guide you through to success. And um, so what was happening was, was, you know, a lot of people, like you said, a lot of people would come uh, and say, oh, well, it's, you know, my site looks, looks just like seven other people in our market. And that's because they're not going through and putting their, their branding on there. They're not adjusting their content to fit their business better. They're not going into their about page and like adding in some information about themselves or a photo or, 
kind of one of the one of the easiest things you can do is just swapping out photos on the website. You know, it's like going on the darn website and swapping out the the background yeah. image and things like that. And you wouldn't believe there's there's some websites that you'd pull up that's a carrot website. My youngest daughter just popped in. You're going to come in here, be on the podcast with me. All right. Um, there's yeah. some web, there's some websites you'll pull up that are carrot sites. A lot of people look at it and go like, "That's a carrot site." And yeah. They just can't believe it's a carrot site. This is Sydney. You want to say hi? Hi, Sydney. <laughs> Good to meet you. So here, here's a, a quick action item on what I would do, but then also let me kind of dispel a couple of myths here. The first thing is log in and, and select select one of the designs. We have we have five designs. They're all high converting designs, and the latest one we rolled out called Hemlock is even more amazing on mobile. It's just crazy, crazy awesome. So first, go pick a new design. About eighty percent of the thousands and over ten thousand websites in our system, over eighty percent, Joe, are using the default designs. Like the first thing you can do is go pick one of the other designs. Like Google your market, and then go down and click every design, uh, click every uh, listing in, in your market on Google, and then see which carrot design they're using. Go pick one of the other ones. Okay, just go pick one of the other ones, and then yeah. add in your branding, add in your, your 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 photos, and then adjust in like add in your credibility testimonials. That's it. And, I, and I'm assuming you have testimonials about that as well, right? Yeah, we have all kinds of tutorials and stuff on, on how to do all that stuff. Um, the, the one thing I would kind of toss out to people, and this isn't a sales pitch for Carrot, this is a sales pitch for shifting your mindset around how to run your business, is always look for performance instead of the aesthetic. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not saying don't go for stuff that looks good. The ideal is stuff that looks good and performs the best. And what we have found is, like, we, dude, I absolutely love simple, clean pages with hardly any words that just look beautiful and they're going to win in design. Like I love those. The problem is they don't perform as well for our industry. Now there's been a lot of tests that have been done. There's a website called marketingexperiments.com that runs tests all the time. And we've ran thousands of tests ourselves. And so marketingexperiments.com ran this test and they've got a whole video on it where it talks about long copy versus short copy. And one of the things a lot of people coming to us today saying is like, Oh, these pages are too wordy. And I'm going, man, if we could shorten the words and have rankings still work well, like have your site still rank well in Google and have it convert, we would. Well, like we've tested them every, every which way. And so what marketing experiments did is they tested long copy versus short copy on a landing page, you know, on a sales page, on all that kind of stuff and different, many different industries. Yeah. Many different industries. And their conclusion, the headline on it basically was, was short copy performed better than long copy. Now, here's what happens when you actually dig into the content. They were testing that on really easy front end offer type of stuff, free eBooks, get a free analysis of like something basic, you know, really simple stuff like that. The short copy does perform better when it's a very low resistance ask to the web visitor. Now, what they said at the end was long copy performs better in certain industries real estate, medical, and there was another one in there. The long copy performs better in those. Now you start to ask why. It's a, it's a higher resistance, higher risk ask that you're asking that prospect, which therefore requires them to have more information to make an educated decision. And if you don't have that information, that was happening with the short copy in those ones, is people go to the webpage and it's like, man, this is good, but it doesn't really answer all my questions. So they bounce back to Google, find a website that does educate them fully, guides them to a decision, which tends to be done with more copy. So there's nice. there's that myth. I could dispel 17 other myths, but go with something that's proven to perform for you, you know, or proven to perform in your market, personalize it, and then actually just execute a plan to get traffic to it. Can you give some examples of personalizing your website with blog posts and articles? Because um, I guess some people might be intimidated, Trevor, with like, well, where do I even start? Like, what mm. do I write about? Like, is there a way you can, are there little tricks on, on how you, you teach people to publish new content on your website? And, and I should emphasize, guys, this is really, really important. Your website isn't just, should not just be like a static brochure, right? Mm -hmm. It should be something that you're current, you're, you're actively updating and bringing content to because that will make it look, uh, will rank better. In the search results. In addition, we'll also, um, well, because it's be ranked higher in the search results, we'll give you more leads, but it'll give you more credibility and authority in your marketplace, right? 100%. So let me, let me toss a quick distinction just so people are clear what we're talking about. So there's, there is kind of like your static content on your website, which is your homepage, it's your about page, contact page. 
like if you're if you're to look at a carrot site, those those um, links in the top navigation bar, those are kind of like static pages where you want to personalize them when you launch your site. But then from there, those are there and they're built in a specific order and a specific structure to make the sale. They're there to guide someone on the sale, right? So static pages, personalize, customize them, and then leave them there. Now, now Joe's talking about now, how do we make sure to add fresh content that shows our expertise, shows credibility? Dude, what, what I like to do is it's funny, I've always been a guy who who wrote content. Like um, it, it was, dude, it, it was, it was all the way back from 2007, what I did was every single week, I wrote thousands of words of content on my blogs, like between my different sites. And, um, <laughs> and so, so I got used to writing a lot of content and getting really good at it. So I, I got into that practice. Now what happened, Joe, was as we started to grow carrot, I was writing some blog posts that were 2000, 3000 words, getting ranked really good, pulling in lots of customers for us. But I ran out of time. It was draining my energy. All of a sudden, it became something that I wasn't loving anymore. I'd stay up until 1 or 1 and 30 in the morning to do that after my normal work. And so for me, I went, man, like this can't be sustainable. You know, I've got kids that I want to spend time with, not sitting in front of a computer and writing my wife. And I want to be doing things in work that I love to, that I love to do and that give me energy. So for me, anyway, I love just doing video, right? So here's what I would suggest people do. If you're not going to sit down and write articles, which I'll give you some tips there if you are a writer, if you'd rather write than do video. But if you're not going to sit down and write articles, here's a way to do video is write down on a piece of paper the top 10 objections or questions that your prospects have. Okay, uh -huh. it could be sellers, buyers, whatever it is. And some people can get to 20. If you can do 20, do 20, but start with 10. It could be, well, they ask this question all the time or they have this struggle all the time, or maybe they don't even ask this, but you know, deep down that this is one of their objections that, that they're just not sure what the process is and they think you're ripping them off or they have no clue how you come to your offer amount and they think you're lowballing them. Like those are all pieces of content you should do. And then you've got your list of 8, 10, 12, 14, 20 objections or common questions your prospect asks you. Take out your cell phone and you're out there on a street in front of a house, or you could be in your office like I am with my little whiteboard thing behind me yeah. and record a three, three to eight minute video, three to eight minutes. That's it on that one niche. Okay. And it could be, Hey, this is Trevor. I just got done looking at this house to sellers and probate here in Kansas city. And um, let me walk you through a few problems that they were seeing and they're going through probate. You might be going through the same thing if you're going through probate or you inherited a house. So here's the first thing da, 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 da. And then at the end of it, you know, it's something like, so if you are going through a situation or if you know someone who inherited a house or you know someone who's going through probate, just reach out to us, call us at blah or go to our website here and we'd love to help you and walk you through the situation too. That's a great piece of content on probate and you just walked out of a house there. Or you could be sitting down there with a seller or just in your office, you're writing up an offer, like literally take out your cell phone and say, hey, uh, this is Trevor with XYZ Home Buyers. And we work with tons of, of homeowners here in the Kansas City area. And one of the questions that pops up the most at Sydney climbing up me. She's good, man. She's fine. One of the questions that pops up the most from, from house sellers is like, what, you know, how do we come up with our offers? And you're probably asking the same darn thing. So, you know what? I'm actually working up an offer right now on a house. Uh, the seller's going through probate, da, 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 da. And I'm just going to kind of show you how I'm, how I'm doing it, how I'm coming up with this offer. So it works for you primarily, but it also works for us because we're in business, but we're transparent. We're going to show you everything. So that's an eight minute video. You walking through how you're coming up with your offer on a piece of paper. And then you upload that to Google or to, to your website. So well, and YouTube too, because you'll get traffic from YouTube. Hundred percent with those with those videos. Yeah. So here here's how we because I started doing a lot of video. Here's what we ended up doing internally. We were going okay. So if Trevor's just going to primarily do video, I haven't written an article in two years now. Uh, all of my stuff's video. After this call, I've got a three hour time block where I'm just doing video with my guy here in my office. Awesome. And so I don't do any writing anymore. And so all of my video goes to YouTube. And then certain videos then go to our blog and get transcribed, right? So you take that. The reason I said three to five or three to eight minutes, I want you to stand down there, big girl. The reason I said three to eight minutes is the average person speaks 120 to 160 words a minute. I'm probably towards the top end of that somewhere, but 160 to 100 or 120, 160 words a minute. Now you times that, you know, 100, let's say it's 120 words a minute. It's a five minute video. That's about an 800 word article if you yank all the words out of there. That's like right in the sweet spot of what Google's looking for. They want about a 500 to 800 word article, which is great. Mm -hmm. Anything yeah. less than 300, it's going to be really hard to get that ranked well on Google. So you take your, you know, your six minute video, you throw it into rev.com, R-E-V.com. 
get it transcribed for you know buck a minute. You come over to your your website, your WordPress site, your carrot site, whatever it is. You throw the video at the top with a good title that's that's you know optimized for something your prospect and your market might type in. You paste the transcription below it, and I've got an amazing piece of written and video content. Now we did that for about a year before we say, can we just automate this? So our system automates now. So now all you have to do is record the video, you upload it to YouTube, and you come into our system and select video post as an option. You post in the YouTube video, uh, URL, and then we import everything in. We import the video in, the video title, the description, and you can re you can retitle it if it's not a good one for SEO. But then you click a button that says "Make Video Post," and we go completely automate making the video post for you. We we Do go you to transcribe Rev, it too. Hundred percent. Yeah. Wow. How about our that? Our system our system goes to Rev, grabs the transcription, it creates the blog post for you with the title, the description from your YouTube video, your YouTube video. The words video transcription, then the video transcription and a call to action, all automated. Beautiful. Yep. So all you have to do is come up with your your objections and questions or that kind of on the job content like that probate example I gave. And then directly from your phone, upload it to YouTube. And then you can go right in there and paste that URL into your carrot site and we make blog posts for you. I love that. I want to ask you more about services, Trevor, because you offer a lot of them. Um, different levels and the guys that I know, and I'm not saying this to promote because I, I mean, I have no problem promoting investor carrot, Yeah. but cause I believe in it, but I'm saying like everybody I know that's getting a lot of leads from carrot are using your extra services Yeah. for, so can you talk about the services extra that you provide that, uh, and, and what does that, what does that mean? What, is it, what do you do? Yeah, dude, totally. So we've got um, one thing we've learned over the years is as much as we would love for everyone just to use our software and just like execute it themselves and have all the time in the world to do so and succeed, you invariably, you know, not everyone either is technical or wants to be or has the time to do it, right? So we've got a, a th kind of a three prong model. We've got self serve, assisted, and done for you. Self serve, assisted, done for you. So self serve is you join Carrot, you go through our training, hop on our weekly coaching calls. If you're in the advanced market or content pro plan, you go and execute, you come back when you have questions. That's it. That's it. Probably 80% of our customer base does the self-serve model, if not more. Um, and the majority of the leads that come through our system are from people doing it themselves. Now, if you don't have the time, we have our marketplace with uh, services we can do for you. Like if you just want us to dial in the visual of your website, cool. We have services where you can just pay us to go like make it look beautiful and amazing, get all your information in there. If you want our copywriters to go in there and write all the copy for you and like rewrite all the words in the page, we keep it within our high converting framework suite. We have services that can do that in our marketplace. If you want everything done for you, like the pay-per-click, the SEO, Facebook marketing, same thing. We have our marketplace with vetted vendors who do things using our model that have a true, a proven track record working with a lot of our customers like Kylie Newbold. He's running Facebook traffic for yeah. a lot of our customers. So you just go to our marketplace, find the services that you want to use that are going to help amplify it and then engage in those vendors that, that we work with. Internally, we run traffic for probably about 15 uh, different firms internally. Some of the bigger clients of ours um, where we'll, we'll run that internally in what we call our innovation lab. And so we, we decided to have an innovation lab uh, some time ago where we could go, okay, we always want our hands in campaigns. We always want our hands with some of the biggest investors in the country, challenging ourselves on SEO and on pay-per-click and making sure we're getting ahead of the curve on all this stuff. So um, we have our innovation lab. We don't open up spots very often there at all. Maybe once a quarter, once or twice a year, we'll open up some spots and bring some people in is all. Okay. Can you talk about SEO, Trevor? Some people think that man, is it too late? Like, can I, does it take years and years to build your SEO presence on Google? And is it hard to do? So like, what would you say to somebody who's afraid that it's a little too late? There's already too many, too many other people in there trying to rank for your keywords. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Yeah, good question. So one thing that people, people need to understand about Google and kind of the way that it works is it's an ever changing thing, right? It's, Every single day, every single second, Google is out there trying to find out what today is the most relevant and high quality website to solve, you know, the, the information or the problem that this person's searching for. So it's not a, it's not based on, on, um, do what do you, what do you call it when someone's been working at a, a job for like 40 years and they, they don't get fired? 
uh, seniority. A government uh, job. Yeah, that's right, government job. <laughs> yeah, so so Google's not based on seniority at all, right? Now, now there are some elements that Google mm-hmm. does look at, and one of the small ones included in there is, hey, have they been on Google? Have they have has their website been indexed for a long time? That's a positive a marker, but more than anything, it's adding value and content. So here's two examples I'll walk you people walk people through. So if you're to Google, like sell my house fast, Houston as an example, right? One of the most competitive markets in the country, especially for SEO. Um, you're going to pay, you know, probably between twenty and fifty dollars per click for those clicks in Google AdWords. But if you're to Google sell my house fast, Houston, you've got Houston Capital buyers, Texas Home Buyer, Express Home Buyers, and Brad Chandler's climbing up there, and then you've got HoustonHouseBuyers.com. And so Brad Chandler, as an example, he kind of really cracked through all these rankings in the past yeah. year, right? So he wasn't there for years, but his website's been up for a while. Houston House Buyers, though, is different. Uh, that's Jason Bible. He's one of the bigger home buyers in that, in that area. He'd been trying to do SEO for the past two or three years with some different firms, and it wasn't cracking through, so he kind of gave up on it. And he had the same questions like, man, so is it even worth it for me to invest in this? Like, can I even get in there because these people have been there for a while? I said, totally. Anybody can rank number one in Google. Anybody. Like every single person on this call, you can rank number one in Google for Los Angeles, Dallas, Houston. I don't care what, what market it is. In real estate, anybody can rank number one. The only variables are, are you executing the right plan and are you patient enough to see it happen? So when I was talking with Jason, I'm like, all right, man, so this isn't going to be easy. I can't guarantee you a number one ranking, but I can guarantee you that we'll be in the top five somewhere within a year. And um, I said, you better be in it for at least a year. It might take 14 months, might take two years. I don't know, but just be patient for it. So we've been running his SEO in our innovation lab for about four or five months, I think. Uh, it's not cheap. He's paying us a good bit of money, but he's ranked number four on Google now. That's after just four or five months when he couldn't crack through page one for two years with another firm. That's awesome. So yeah, 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 y'all. I mean, it, it doesn't matter when you've been, when you're going in. It doesn't matter if there's 10 other carrot websites dominating page one. It's not about that. Like that should be proof that carrot is the tool that gets you there. Carrot is the tool that works. The variable is, are you going out there and executing the plan? Are you executing the plan to build correct backlinks? Are you executing the plan to optimize your, your, your website well? Are you doing exactly what we teach? Like we teach everything we're doing there for Jason. We teach it. Like we do that. We teach it. Just show up on the weekly calls and we can answer your questions. So it, 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 it's, it's a myth. It, it's a mindset hurdle everyone needs to get over. You just, need, you just need to decide, am I committing to making this result happen? If you are, it can, you can make it happen. Connect with a great system that can help you do it. Um, the tech stack on your website is really important. His old website it was beautiful. One of the problems with it, though, Joe, when you'd pass the website through a page speed to a page speed test, it was really slow. You know, it, it took three, four, five seconds to load. It had a score of like a in, in that particular tool is like a sixty-five out of a hundred. Now, when he moved over to Carrot, he's more like at eighty-five. Some some days a ninety out of a hundred, and it loads really, 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 really wow. fast. And there's a lot of a lot of things in the tech stack that could be holding your ranking back that we take care of at Carrot. That's cool. Very good. A couple more questions for you. Looking at some of the best clients that you have that are getting a lot of leads, what are some really, and you've already been talking about this, but what are some best practices, Trevor, that uh, somebody could be doing, maybe not every day, but at least once a week? What are some things that they could, they should be doing? Yep, for sure. I'm going to unplug my headset for this one because I've got my little whiteboard behind me. And basically what I'm going to do, if you guys can hear me good. Yeah, um, thank you. Sweet. I love it. So what, what I'm going to do is this. So it, it's all about consistency. Like you said, what are things you can do each week and then stacking things on where, where I see most people go wrong, Joe, is they do one thing and then they stop it after two months because they think it's not working. They go, let me try something else. And they stop it after two months because they think it's not working. It's all about consistency and stacking. So here's what I would do if I were y'all. Okay. So they, do they say y'all in Oregon? Um, I'm kind of bringing it back in style, man. They they don't, but I do. They don't, but I do. So, all right. I love We're, it. You're you're, my, you're from Oregon, though, right? I'm I'm from Oregon. I'm from here. But um, it's funny. One of my buddies from Texas. I had breakfast with him this morning, and and uh, he asked me. He's like, "Why do you always say y'all?" I'm like, "I don't know, man. It sounds comfortable. I just like it. <laughs> I don't know. I just like it. I'm bringing it to Oregon, though. Right on, right on, y'all. That's right, man. So. So we've got like, here's, here's timeline right here. If you guys can see this is here's your timeline. Here's stuff you're going to be doing. All right. So what, what I would be doing in that first, that first month or so, the first month, which is really, really critical 
each week you're just going to be really honing in your website, right? I mean, you can get it all dialed in in a week if you're really nailing it and you know what you're doing and you follow our training. But that first month is like getting your website personalized, picking that design that's going to help you stand out in our system, getting a good about page set up, getting your credibility in there, things like that, right? So yeah. if, if you're not using a system like Carrot, it's probably going to, probably going to take you much, much longer because you're going to try to, ha- you're going to have to try to figure out how to make it convert well. A lot of people will go to a Wix or a Weebly or something like that. And those systems are definitely way easier to use, right? You can drag and drop stuff. The problem is when you have ease, when you have ease of editing with any tool, let's use ClickFunnels for an example. We're both big fans of Russell and ClickFunnels. The problem with a tool like that, when you're really honed into a specific industry is people start to actually harm their ability to convert a lead because they don't know what they're doing. So they, they drag things around to make it look pretty because they think it looks pretty to themselves. But what they don't know is they might be actually reducing the conversion rate of that to their industry if they don't know the conversion psychology and science. So yeah, that's good. So with, with Wix and stuff, you're going to get something that's pretty and you might be able to drag and drop and that's easier. But then at the end of the day, you're going to get a way, way uh, worse result. Mm-hmm. So that's what kind of month one is right there is like, let's get your website done, right? That's month one, two, three, four, five. Let's go to these, month six there. These are months, not years. These are months. These are months. So with month one, it's about dialing in that website. Month two, uh, what that's all about is you're going to start building some basic search engine optimization foundation there. That's if you're wanting to do SEO. Now, not everyone does. We have a ton of clients, Joe, that could give a crap about SEO but they're just using their carrot site for, to amplify their direct mail or they're just doing pay-per-click. So that's where you've got to kind of make your decision is, am I looking for something that's going to build momentum or am I just trying to plug some gaps and plug some holes and make my other marketing more effective? If you're trying to build momentum, you know, I mean, this, this, this graphic is going to be completely jacked up, but it'll be kind of fun. So if, if you're trying to just build momentum, like if, if you do SEO, SEO works like this right? You don't get any result, no result, no result, no result. You get a little bump, no result. And then you get a bump and then it's working great. So like by month, let's say that this is month 12 with SEO. By month 12, you're finally getting a result with SEO, but it took time to build momentum over that time. Yeah. And so if you're wanting to build momentum and you're looking in 12 months, 18 months, you're going, okay, yes, I'm going to build a great website and I'm going to, I'm going to start SEO now because I want to get that, get ahead of the game and get that momentum going. But between now and that six, eight, 10, 12 months when SEO is really going to catch on, I need to now do what I'm going to be talking about in month two, which is getting some paid traffic going if you've got a budget for it. Okay. So month two, you're going to, you're going to stack on a little bit of SEO foundation. So get your first 10 backlinks. So maybe that month two, it's maybe two backlinks a week. That's it. And um, we don't have time to dive into the details of where you get those, but we have tons of blog posts on it. We have our three lead per day training on that in our system, but there's a lot of great resources on how to get legit backlinks. Do not buy them from Fiverr.com. Oh, buy, no. Yeah, buy all kinds of other stuff from Fiverr, but not backlinks, please. Let me, let me clarify something real quick too. This stuff, this training that you're talking about, you're, <clears throat> a carrot doesn't upsell you into training when you're a customer, right? This is training that comes with, or um, depending on the level that you're in, comes with your carrot site, right? Yeah, for, for the most part. So we have tons of free training. We have all kinds of blog posts and free training. And, and um, we have our weekly coaching calls if you're in the Advanced Marketer Content Pro plan that we dive into all this stuff. Like we've talked about every topic that will help you succeed. What we have done though, Joe, is we have some curated trainings in there that we have partnered with people that are really, really amazing the updated all the time, like our three lead per day training. It's, it's the, it's the gold standard for SEO, um, especially not just in this industry, but for sure in this industry, it's only a hundred bucks one time. And that helps it. So that helps make sure that we can maintain it, but also just being honest and straight up anytime that um, people don't pay for a training, like they hardly ever execute it. So we, we, we had all that for free four years ago. And people wouldn't use it. Then we started charging a hundred bucks for like, let's just charge something where everyone can pay a hundred bucks, but then they have to like, there's some skin in the game and they actually got to show up. So as soon as we started charging a hundred bucks, people started getting better results, which is just crazy, but it's, it's, it's real. But yeah, all the stuff in the three D per day, they can get for free. Also, if they show up to our coaching calls, if they go read our blog posts, the three D per day just curates it all in a step-by-step model. Good. There's this, there's a good quote. um, People who don't pay, don't pay attention. Hmm. Yep. Typically. I like it. 
I like it, man. Yeah. So month two, get some backlinks going, like so maybe two a week, and you're going to continue that all the way through. Um, just go through our training on that. And then also in month two, what I, what I want you guys to do is do your calculations for what I call your max cost per lead or max cost per deal calculation. This right here, I did this, I did a Facebook live and it's not too long ago. So in month two, you need to figure out your, your, your basically your success budget. And one, one issue that we were having, um, having with a lot of our clients, even high end guys like Brad Chandler, him and I had this, had this conversation like three years ago is I was saying, man, like people need to remove emotion from their marketing equation. And the number one thing that's tripping people up that I find with online marketing, but also offline is, is the marketing budget thing. They come to us and they'll say, okay, what can I do for 1500 bucks a month? And usually back then I would say, well, you could probably like hire, you know, do some little bit of pay-per-click and do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And they would go and do it. And a lot of people give up. They give up once they drop 3K or something like that. And they're like, I had 3,000 bucks in, I didn't get a deal yet. And so I'm like, oh man, so let me, let me just see if math can solve this. So what we do now is we have something I call the max cost per lead and your max cost per deal. Okay, max cost per lead and max cost per deal. I guess that is max cost per, per deal. So write down first your average profit per deal. So if your average profit per deal in this case is 20,000 bucks, write that now. Okay. Now next, write how many leads does it take to get one of those deals? I always like to go with the round number when I'm doing this equation for mental math. But for this equation, let's go with the red number. And let's say it takes me 10 leads to get one of those $20,000 deals. Cool. So we're starting to follow some math. If you're new in investing and don't know those numbers yet, figure out from your market what the average is. Talk to your other people in that market. And then put down 15 for this number. Because if, if you're looking for online leads through PPC or SEO, 15 is about the average. We have some people closing one and eight, which is crazy. Um, if you look at direct mail or cold calling, your, your numbers are going to be bigger. You know, it might be a one in 21 or 41 or 45, but you know, that marketing method's crushing it right now. It's just all the numbers game. This yeah. is how the numbers work online. Yeah. Um, so, and then this is what kind of, this is what kind of solved it for me is I, I was talking to people, even high end investors. I'm like, okay, if your average property deal is 20, let's say it takes you 10 leads to get one of those. Like how much would you trade? How much money would you trade in marketing to get that 20,000 buck, that $20,000 deal? And they're like, well, for sure, like five. Awesome. So would you go above five or five is kind of it? Like five is max because we've got these, these expenses and da, 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 da. maybe even four. I'm like, okay, let, let's just go with the five. Okay. So that number is more of a, that's more of an emotional number, but it's also they're, they're themselves setting this cap, which I like. Because what they just did, that same person that asked me what they can do for 1500 bucks a month, just told me that they'd be willing and it yeah. probably is going to cost them five grand to get a deal. Yeah. So now I take $5,000 and divide it by leads per deal. I divide it by 10. And that gives you your max cost per lead. So now what this is saying, this is all math now, is we're saying if I get 20K per deal, it takes me 10 leads to get one of those. And I'd trade $5,000 in marketing to get one of those deals. That says I have to get leads for under 500 bucks. If I get leads for under 500 bucks, I win. Math says I win. So while everyone else is over here competing against their buddy for $85 leads and they're getting leads for 225 and they're saying, man, I'm paying too much for this. I'm going to quit this marketing method because they're $225 leads and my buddy's over here 85. As long as your, your numbers are holding steady and as long as you're actually, you have a high converting website and you've plugged that gap and you actually are following up with your leads, you've plugged that gap, like you've plugged those marketing gaps. I'd spend up to 500 bucks a lead and I can win the market. Like this is how the guys are winning the market. Right. That's, so, that's really good. Yeah. Yep. So now, and I'm just going to finish this. Now what you do is you, okay. If I've determined that I'm willing to pay up to 5k and that's probably decently accurate, might be 3,500 bucks for a deal. But now I go, okay, now I've, I've, I've got my math there. How many deals a month do I want to do? Right. So now you just go, cool. That whole budget question when they said, how much can I do for 1500 a month? I throw it out the window. I do the math. And we circle back. And if they say, I want to do three deals a month, they go, cool. So you, you need to be prepared to invest 15K a month in marketing for that. Now, it doesn't mean you're going to do that. Like, maybe you start closing deals for 3K a month. Sweet. Like, that's extra profit for you. But you need to be mentally ready to invest 15K a month in marketing if you want to do three deals. And if the person doesn't have that budget, then what I do is I go, okay, so do you, do you have that, the 5K? And they're like, yeah, yeah, I do. And I go, cool, let's, let's work on getting that first deal then. Let's work on getting that first deal. Once you get the first deal, now let's roll that up into more marketing budget the next month. So now the next month you might have 10K. 
cool. You close another deal. And now it's like, not, now I got my 15 K I'm doing my three deals a month, 20 K profit. Then you're bringing in your 40 to $60,000 a month by trusting math. Brian Rockwell from Dallas is the exact example of this in play. Brand new investor, December of 2016. Yeah. Um, uh, Brian Rockwell and uh, brand new investor, December, 2016, been a teacher you know, in coaching softball uh, for years. And he's, he came in, he was going to do some other stuff. We went through the math together and he had a, a little bit of money saved up, not much. It was you know, maybe five to 10 grand. And um, from a, a deal, he did door knocking. He was just knocking on doors. So he, a deal, he did door knocking. And then he went, okay, I'm going to trust the process. I'm going to go through. And in the first month, he dialed in his website. In the second month, he went through and started paid marketing through our marketplace with AdWords nerds. And then he started, and he said, he said, I'm going to do the SEO myself. So he started building backlinks here. And then basically month two, three, four, five, six is all about just building some more backlinks, tracking that, being patient, making sure that you're hitting up our coaching calls or whatever. And then with PPC, it's just making sure that you're, you're actually following up on those leads and deals. And that's the big thing is find vendors who can do the work for you if you guys don't want to do it and or you have to find training and then a coach or, or people that can coach you through it. Because if you just go buy a course on PPC, you're probably going to fail. I mean, I mean, like we've had so many people set up pay-per-click accounts, even the way that we teach. They come to us on a coaching call. And they say, man, I dumped 3K in and haven't, I've, you know, I've got $600 leads. And I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> so we look at their account and they just miss, they miss some things. And they, they, they miss some things because they're not an expert in it. So by having that coaching call, whether it's us or with someone else who knows what they're doing with this, you can then kind of course correct. Good. So that's pretty much it, man. After month three, it's all about just doing the same things. Backlinks, checking your stats, plugging those leaky buckets in your follow-up. And you can have somebody do that for you, right? A virtual assistant, a local assistant. Yep, for sure. Just make sure that they're, they don't have to be like crazy technical, but technical enough. And then like yeah. I said, where, where the important thing is, it's got to be a, it's got to be like a, a one, two punch. Okay. Training and then course correction with the coaching. Good. Yep. Okay. We're running out of time, Trevor, but I got some questions here for you from people on Facebook. Yep, um, do does Carrot have any plans for creating a website for assisted living facilities? Um, because that's, it, they say here, it's becoming a trending investing strategy. I love it. Yeah. RJ and Matt, um, let's, let's chat. Let's chat on that for sure. Uh, because one thing that we're already uh, looking at doing right now is like figuring out what are those ways that you guys are starting to shift your strategies as this market shifts. Yeah. And we, we definitely want to shift with you. Um, we have a mobile home website that's coming out really soon. So a lot of people are going in mobile homes right now. Um, so let's chat about the assisted living. I'd love to. You guys also built a, a land site for me. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah. The land investing. The land ones are crushing it right now. Mm -hmm. we, we rolled those out system wide a uh, year and a half, two years ago. Yeah. And behind motivated house sellers motiv and then cash buyers, land leads are number three in our system right now. Wow. Serious. Mm -hmm. Yep. Phenomenal. Okay. Uh, Facebook only shows me the last four comments, so I don't see any other questions. Maybe that's it. We've got a bunch of comments here, but I can only see four. It so, is weird. That's what I'm seeing too. Because why it's live. I don't know why it doesn't do a better job. Zuckerberg, weird. if you're listening to this Facebook live, <laughs> you need to change the comments so we can see more. They didn't used to do that though, right? Like, yeah, it's kind of weird. the first time I've seen that. Okay. Oh. Trevor, um, I got to let you go because I know you're busy. You got a ton of things to do going on. And I got to take my daughter to swim lessons. Cool. And um, it's starting to get cold outside. Today is uh, 58 degrees. So <laughs> it'll be, it's indoor swimming lessons. Yeah. But uh, I appreciate you being on the show. Guys, if you want to get more information about Investor Carrot, Go to joelikescarrots.com, joelikescarrots.com. That's my affiliate link. And uh, you can sign up, see what they've got, and uh, I recommend it. And if you already are a Carrot customer, and I know a lot of you are, take a look at some of those upgrades that you can get into the getting it all done for you or some of it done for you, the other training that's involved. Um, it's top-notch. It's high quality. And uh, cool. Trevor, I'm looking forward to seeing you in three or four days. Yeah, Tampa, me, that'll me, be fun. 
Me too, buddy. And I, I appreciate the heck out of you, man, just bringing me on here. And it's something I know you're passionate about, you know, getting out there and just helping people and changing people's lives. I know it's really cliche, but you and I have had a chance to be in some really cool environments the last two to three weeks and see behind the scenes of, of some businesses. And some companies aren't about that. You know, some companies all are about the dollar and some you can truly tell have a heart. And I just appreciate what you do for the market. Thank you, man. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. Nice. Guys, go to realestateinvestingmastery.com to get the show notes for this podcast, to maybe get a transcription of the podcast as well, and to see the video. If you're listening to this on the audio, you can come and see the video and see the, the chart and the graphs that Trevor was talking about. Trevor, by the way, you'll have to email me where you got that stand because it's extra wide. It's, it's really cool. I, I, we, I've seen some other people with it. Will you send that to me later? I will, man. It's, they're, they're not cheap. It's like six or 700 bucks, but it's so oh. worth it. I love it. Yeah, because it's really wide and it's solid. It doesn't flop around. 100%. Cool, guys. We'll see you later. Thanks again, everybody. See you. Thank you, guys. See you, Joe.